from the Ticats Audio Network. This is the Coach O Show with Luke Tasker. Welcome to the Coach O Show with Luke Tasker. That's me, and I'm joined by Ticats head coach Orlando Steinauer each week for updates, insights into the 2021 Ticats. Coach, we've been doing this for a couple weeks now, a couple months, I guess. Uh, looking forward each week to to uh, to our show, and especially as we get closer to playoffs and and uh, and how things are starting to shape up here. No, absolutely. It's always good. Always good to uh, see you and, and uh, talk a little bit of ball. Well, the uh, we're coming off, obviously, a tough game um, after what was a really impressive month of football for your team. What was what was different? What changed in the performance in Toronto uh, from some of these previous weeks? I just think our execution was was obviously lower and uh, we didn't capitalize and um, they, they did a better job of executing. I thought that they, you know, for the most part, controlled the field position. Uh, they did a heck of a job of punting the ball and, and also, you know, kick making field goals. I thought we missed some opportunities early to, uh, you know, maybe change the direction of, of the game, but, um, you know, it, it just, the momentum never really swung back. It, it didn't seem so. Um, the, the, the positive is, is that uh, you'd be hard pressed to turn the tape on and say we didn't play hard. Hmm. Um, I thought that I thought this football team, um, you know, while never perfect, it's, it's rare that you turn it on and don't see effort. Uh, the name of game is always going to be execution. And that's where we'll continue to harp and where we will get better. I know you're always going to look at yourself, the man in the mirror first. But uh, what about the elements in that game, especially early on from an onlooker? I think it would be easy to say that, that that played some part in it. What's your take on that? Yeah. And I think, you know, obviously the weather's the same for, for both teams. And uh, it was, for the most part, it was a, a relatively calm night uh, that the wind was swirling above us a little bit. I thought the field was in better condition than it basically looked. I thought the, of course I didn't run any routes or try to make any tackles or cuts out there, but I didn't hear a lot of, uh, complaining so I thought that uh, the field was in good shape and the bottom line is is we got beaten three phases and so uh, when that happens the chances of winning are really low well so now for now for a chance at the Grey Cup you you effectively have to repeat that game back in Toronto against the Argonauts that'd be three weekends from now December 4th what do you take away about that game from that team that I don't know that you can store away what, you know, what changed in your, in your idea of who Toronto is after that night? I just say that they, you know, they earned the buy. That's why that they're, they're going to be uh, watching, you know, two other teams play while, while they rest, they, they earned that. And they were the best team uh, up to this point in, in our division and uh, how they got it done is, was different each week, each time we played them as, as specifically. And, yeah. you know, they did, they did enough in, in other games to put themselves in that position. So full credit to them, but you know, this is our journey. I'm focused on our football team and putting our best foot forward. And that basically is, you know, watching the film here today, going out to practice tomorrow with uh, a purpose and ultimately to play on Saturday. We had uh, Bakari Grant, uh, a, a nice. player who I know you, you, you respect greatly, who I love and respect. Uh, he, <clears throat> Bakari joined us on the postgame show with Louis B. and Courtney Steven. Uh, and he was 
in a wildly or a funny way, couldn't couldn't have been more positive about the, about the game. And his his take was he just there was obvious corrections that can be made. And I suppose the opposite the opposite would be a game where you lost, you play your absolute best football, and you don't really know what to say about that. You know your your best wasn't good enough. Bakari Bakari's take was you know it's obvious you just make the changes that are that jump off the film and and uh, and do the things that you've done right previously that you missed out on this game. When you flipped on the film today, obviously, I'm sure you've watched it for hours and hours at, uh, before meeting with the team. But what jumped out? What jumped out? You said execution. Uh, what's missing that just has to show up this week against Sask? Well, when you have opportunities for explosions uh, on offense, you, you got to we, we got to make them. You know, um, you know, we had some drops out there that are uncharacteristic that you know, would keep drives alive that keeps their offense off the field. It swings the field. Now, special teams wise, uh, we, we got to be better in the return game. Um, they did an outstanding job of punting the ball. You know, the placement was pretty good. And so we got to be a find a way, as you know, to try to get a first down or two on those returns, get 10, 20 yards um, or, or bigger. And then finally, you know, every point is important. And when we have an opportunity to, to make field goals, uh, we, we got to do that. And then defensively, I think we can be better tacklers. Um, their game plan was out in front of us and they executed it well. Uh, I thought we did a decent job of, of containing explosions and those type of things. But, you know, we, we need to be better open field tacklers uh, to put them in some different situations. So, again, I, I spoke there on all three phases and we've got to be better. Yeah. <clears throat> From my playing career. I can remember all sorts of different sort of uh, team personalities. I'm sure from your playing career, you can certainly remember that. And I'm sure you have your own perspective from different teams as a, from a coaching career. But I mean, football is an incredible sport. So many different people's personalities, different players. Dip, there's, there's more variety in a football locker room than any other sport, hands down. Uh, and it's all those personalities add together to make this team energy and sometimes I feel like after a loss at this point in a season, at this junction here, that, that energy, you know, really shows up, whether it's positive, negative, and different, but you really get to see what a team is all about from your perspective. What's that energy? What's the, what's the attitude and the feeling, the energy of this team this year? I think it's been ongoing. I think it's been ever, ever changing. Uh, the one thing that's consistent is we've been able to, uh, you know, really not get too high or too low, kind of be, be in the median, to be honest with you. I feel like they, that's, you know, a credit to the leadership in the locker room. Hmm. Uh, I, I feel like, uh, but there's, there's also a nice element, a level of seriousness where, uh, you know, you, you can't stay mad forever, right? There's, there's gotta be a breaking point when you, when you let things go, but there also can't be, um, you know, just a sense of relaxation and, and that yeah. it's just going to go away. You know, we're always going to address the elephant in the room and, you know, th this mainly addressed by the players. They know, they know that there was a missed opportunity and that's what it is. But you know, what's, what's the lesson that we're taking from it? Uh, we can't do anything about the score. We can't do anything about the past. We can only move forward. So uh, we just have to learn from that. And, you know, the, the bottom line is, though, is, you know, the elimination games are coming and that's that's when you have to be hitting your stride. And so 
Um, we won't dwell on it. We won't brush anything under the rug either. We're going to address uh, challenges hard. Next game, you got Sask, who's for the longest time was sort of battling with Calgary to, to, to sort of get the West figured out. It's all settled now. They've got their playoff spot locked. Um, for your team, this game means either a trip to Montreal or a home game in Tim Hortons field. What is your message to the team in this situation where they're, you possibly don't really know what you're going to be getting from an opponent, but you know how much this game means to you. It means to your guys. Basically it's, you know, we control our own, our own destiny here of, of how, how it's going to turn out. So, you know, we know that either, we know the results of, of either one, but there's never a time when we prepare for practice or we prepare for a game to think that, that we might lose. Like we're just not built that way. It uh, doesn't mean it always happens that you win, but the mindset never enters in. Of course you frame the scenario and, and, uh, and whatnot, but we put ourselves in this situation. So it's, it's up to us to find a way to quote unquote, get out if you will. Um, but there's, there's no added stress put on it, it to not speak on it would, would probably be, um, a little irresponsible, but everybody kind of knows and, but we don't make it uh, a big deal about it because it doesn't matter if you execute the way we executed, the outcome is usually inevitable. Mm. The it's been, it feels like years. It's been months since the Ticats went out to Sask at the beginning of this season. I was, we've been saying for the last month, that was a different Ticat team. And it really was that we weren't really even, uh, they weren't even close to the offensive production that we've seen over the past, uh, over the past month of football. But that was especially offensively one of the mo- one of the most difficult games for the Ticats this year. Our, our, you spoke to spoke to some of the missed big plays early on in Toronto. What are the changes that you got to see from your offensive production this year, this week against Sask? It's got to be more efficient. It's not. It's really not. You don't have to get fancy with it, right? It's always about protecting the quarterback, getting after the quarterback. You got to get efficient play from the quarterback. The receiver's got to catch the ball. And I think we can probably try to run it a little bit, you know. Um, and we and we did though. I thought we I thought we did had a good combination, but the the bottom line is you have to score points. And so that's that's what the offense is. But the thing is, is Sask is, is likely, you know, they're a better defense than the first time we faced them too. They have they have their identity and they've and they've settled in so you're, you study your opponent but you focus on yourself uh, that's that's called game planning so um you know and you know they're they're an aggressive big you know physical team uh you can see it on tape and you know I, i'm actually just looking forward to you know how we play yeah to watching it happen i am i am also excited to being up there it's this saturday at 4 p.m for the last game of the regular season for the tie cats coach. I appreciate it. You're always, you're endlessly focused on your own guys and your own team. It's good. Uh, I, I appreciated it as a player and it's good to see uh, now as well. So looking forward to how the, how the team uh, comes out there on Saturday. Awesome. Thanks Luke. Thanks coach. The coach O show with Luke Tasker, like subscribe and find out what coach is thinking every Tuesday.